You're listening to The Court Leader's Advantage, a podcast series for court professionals and by court professionals. Brought to you in cooperation with NACOM, the National Association for Court Management. This is a bonus edition of the Court Leaders Advantage podcast series. I'm Pete Kiefer, and today's episode is a recitation of the article written by Di Grasky and Paul Embley titled, When Might Blockchain Appear in Your Court? Di Grasky is a consultant for the National Center for State Courts. Paul Embley is the Chief Technology Officer for the National Center for State Courts. This article first appeared in the 2018 publication of Trends in State Courts, produced by the National Center for State Courts. Figures and references to this article can be found on the display version in a link on our website. The verifiable integrity of blockchain records, linked and secured using cryptography, could soon be used in a variety of innovative ways to resolve court record-keeping challenges. At the same time, blockchain presents new legal issues that courts must be prepared to address. Blockchain in plain English Blockchain is a set of technologies that creates an encrypted distributed ledger. Probably the best known application of blockchain is the digital currency Bitcoin. Consider your own bank account. How do you know your balance? You trust, the word is one translation of the Latin word for credit, a central authority, your bank, to maintain a ledger of all your transactions and provide an up-to-date account status. As many recent security breaches demonstrate, central data repositories are big, lucrative targets for cyber criminals. Documenting transactions in massive centralized databases is the electronic equivalent of enormous centralized paper ledgers not unlike those maintained by Ebenezer Scrooge's ink-stained scribe Bob Cratchit in Dickens' famous novel A Christmas Carol. Before paper ledgers, medieval Europeans used tally sticks to record transactions by notching a piece of wood with marks to signify the amount of a transaction and then splitting the wood lengthwise with each party taking half. Neither party could change the value by adding more notches because the corresponding notches would be missing from the other party's stick. No central authority was required to validate the transactions because the uniqueness of the stick's natural wood grain ensured that only the two original pieces would align perfectly when reunited. Akin to tally sticks, blockchain has no need for a central record keeper, because it uses sophisticated cryptography in place of nature's unique wood grains. The essence of blockchain is connected computers reaching agreement over shared data. Blockchain's heart is a peer-to-peer network instead of a central server. Blockchain's brain is a consensus algorithm that syncs the peer-to-peer network at regular intervals, and blockchain's lifeblood is an encrypted linked log of data. Together, these three technologies yield a chronological immutable ledger that is distributed across many participants. Because blockchain does not exist in one place, it offers two distinct advantages over a central server, both broader access and greater security. Potential Benefits of Blockchain Technologies to State and Local Courts In the future, courts may leverage blockchain to help address at least three chronic challenges in court record-keeping. 
managing court judgments, warrants, and criminal histories. Court judgments. With the proliferation of electronic court case records, courts are justifiably concerned about third-party replication of judgments without a mechanism for ensuring that post-judgment updates are also reflected. Parties who have successfully expunged criminal convictions, reopened civil default judgments, or secured other post-judgment relief can suffer harm in employment, housing, and their personal finances when outdated court case records persist. With blockchain, court updates of judgments would be reflected beyond the walls of the courthouse. No matter how many third-party data aggregators possessed a blockchain-based order, the record would reflect the most current information. The figure appearing at the bottom of this page, entitled Warrant Blockchain Example, can be viewed by accessing the display version of this article on our website. Warrants Courts receive requests for arrest and search warrants from a variety of sources. Law enforcement agencies, prosecutors, and probation and parole officers. Courts also issue arrest warrants when parties fail to appear or comply with orders. Once a warrant is issued, numerous criminal justice partners need both read and write access to it. For example, law enforcement officers are often required to contact the issuing court to validate a warrant before executing it, and other law enforcement officers pack a warrant with additional information about the defendant. Jails need access to bail and bond requirements for pretrial release. The number of participants and handoffs involved in warrants will likely make it an excellent use case for blockchain. Criminal Histories Blockchain could be used from the moment local law enforcement cites or arrests a criminal defendant. Each of the many participants in the disposition of those criminal charges, including prosecutors, courts, and criminal history repositories, would update the single blockchain record with the actions they took. Criminal charges on the initial blockchain arrest record would flow throughout the adjudication process, tying charges to ultimate dispositions. The enormous efforts criminal justice partners undertake today to maintain accurate, up-to-date criminal histories, manual data entry, data transformations, ongoing audits, and quality control efforts would be alleviated. Most important, the blockchain record would offer verifiable integrity. Blockchain in state and local court cases Much has been written about blockchain's likely impacts on federal legal issues, such as securities and currencies regulations, financial crimes, and federal taxation. The purpose of this section is to begin state and local courts' conversation about how blockchain implementations are impacting criminal law, real property law, family law, business law, and other areas. Criminal Prosecutions Involving Digital Currency In 2016, the Florida Circuit Court for Miami-Dade County dismissed money laundering charges arising from a defendant's sale of Bitcoin to undercover law enforcement officials. The trial court held that Bitcoin is not money under Florida's criminal code. Florida's 3rd District Court of Appeals reversed the lower court in the 2019 decision Florida v. Espinoza. The Florida legislature also moved quickly to amend the Florida Money Laundering Act. Less than a year after the Bitcoin decision, Florida's governor signed House Bill 1379, broadening the definition of monetary instruments to include virtual currency. Quoting from Florida Statute 896.1012J, 
Virtual currency means a medium of exchange in electronic or digital format that is not a coin or currency of the United States or any other country. State legislatures should update the definitions in their criminal codes to clarify that cryptocurrencies are things of value. Real Property Disputes Title to real property appears to be a tailor-made use case for blockchain. A need to validate and make publicly transparent a lengthy succession of land transactions. Indeed, Cook County, Illinois Recorder of Deeds began piloting blockchain for land sale records in September 2016 and issued its final report in May 2017. Several countries are also piloting blockchain for their land registries, including Sweden, Georgia, and Ukraine. State and local courts could see blockchain evidence in land use disputes. Valuation of marital property in estates. Family and probate courts are accustomed to the challenges of assigning dollar values to a wide variety of property. However, the volatility and proliferation of cryptocurrencies will make it more difficult for courts to identify a trusted record of exchange rates. Bitcoin's trading price, for example, soared from around $1,200 in April 2017 to almost $20,000 in mid-December, then adjusted back downward to just over $11,000 a month later. State and local courts should prepare now for adjudicating the value of cryptocurrencies in marital property and estates. Business Records Urged by the Vice Chancellor of the Delaware Court of Chancery, Delaware's legislature recently adopted blockchain to replace the state's circa 1970s nominee system for recording stock ownership. Delaware's general corporation law now allows corporate records such as its stock ledger, books of account, and minute books to be kept in the form of one or more electronic networks or databases, including one or more distributed electronic networks or databases. In a wide variety of cases involving issues of business ownership, from shareholder suits to piercing the corporate veil to dissolution of for-profit entities, state and local courts can expect to begin seeing blockchain evidence. Smart Contracts Legal scholars are already contemplating the potential ramifications of blockchain-enabled smart contracts. The key concept is self-execution. The provisions of a contract can be expressed in code that is added to a blockchain including if-then commands dictating remedies that a contract breach or other external condition would trigger. If a breach or other condition occurs, the remedy, such as the transfer of a specified value of cryptocurrency, would be executed. State and local courts should anticipate disputes among the parties to smart contracts, including the propriety of self-executing remedies. Personal Jurisdiction In September 2017, the South Dakota Supreme Court struck down its state statute imposing sales tax withholding and reporting obligations on remote retailers, finding that online retailers had an insufficient nexus with South Dakota to meet the United States Supreme Court's quill test. Arguably, a distributed ledger system has an even more tenuous physical presence in the state. Narrators note, the quill test stems from the 1992 Supreme Court decision in Quill Corporation v. North Dakota, that prevents states from collecting sales taxes on retail sales made over the Internet. The Supreme Court has since overturned Quill in the 2018 case South Dakota v. Wayfair. State and local courts will likely hear serious challenges to their personal jurisdiction over the parties to blockchain transactions. Enforceability of State and Local Court Judgments 
State and local courts in the United States rely heavily upon banks, employers, and other third parties to enforce the financial aspects of court orders, such as wage withholding orders for child support payments. For cryptocurrencies, there is no central authority to serve with a judgment and a command to comply. The difficulty in valuing and tracing virtual assets compounds the complexity. Judicial leaders should consider how they will enforce the rule of law in blockchain transactions. Blockchain and Justice It is impossible to predict the impacts blockchain will have on the justice system, except to acknowledge that courts will not be insulated from the effects of this disruptive technology. The authors offer two additional crystal ball topics for judicial leaders to contemplate, digital evidence standards and court technology architecture. For blockchain's use as evidence in specific cases, what standards should courts adopt for rendering the data in a human-readable format? For example, Delaware's new corporation law recognizing blockchain as a valid form of corporate records states this proviso, provided that the records so kept can be converted to clearly legible paper form within a reasonable time. Delaware Title VIII, Section 224 of the General Corporation Law cites a clearly legible paper form prepared from one or more distributed electronic networks or database shall be valid and admissible in evidence. As judicial leaders work through a wide variety of practical and legal issues surrounding digital evidence, where does blockchain fit in urgency and importance? For blockchain's potential use in court technology, justice partners will also need to consider carefully the implications of a variety of architectural decisions such as open and closed networks. Might courts' experience with cloud commuting be instructive? And public access. For criminal histories, one can imagine significant updates to the security rules for the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Criminal Justice Information System. The authors invite continued conversation about blockchain in your court. I'm Pete Kiefer, and this has been a bonus edition of the Court Leaders Advantage podcast series. Thanks for joining us today. The Court Leaders Advantage is a regular podcast series on courts and court administration. Look for new episodes the third Thursday of each month. Today's podcast will be available on our website, on Facebook, on iTunes, and on Twitter. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future podcasts, email us. Our address is podcast. that's all one word, at nakamnet.org. I'm Pete Kiefer, and on behalf of our guests and the National Association for Court Management, have a great day. The views, information, and opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individual presenters. They do not necessarily represent the position of the National Association for Court Management.